WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Todd. And this is WCSG Backstage. Welcome to WCSG Backstage. This episode, we're going to discover some of the things we collect, trick each other with two truths and a lie, and bring some Thanksgiving-themed would-you-rather questions, and Dodd gets to share the deep cut. Here's a little fill-in-the-blank to get us started. No matter how many blanks I own, I will always have the urge to buy more. What is it and why? Jeremy, why don't you go first? This one is easy. I had to not think at all. It is video games. <laughs> Always has been, uh, the, whether it's a new Zelda game or Mario game, uh, even if they do the whole, we're reissuing one from your childhood, we're repackaging it for a new system, I am always wanting to buy it, buy it and I have to fight the urge not to because there's nothing new about it, but it's just you remember the excitement you had when you first played through it and you want to have that again. Did you see that story, though? Someone just bought a Super Mario 2 game or something, yes, Mario for Brothers, Nintendo. for $88,000. What? I Stop know. it. And none of my games are still packaged, so that will never be me. <laughs> yeah, yeah yes. so much for a video game. Yeah, I and know. they won't even probably pull it out of the box, right? No. They won't play it. Yeah, no. Keep it in the box. Yeah. And here's yeah. the thing. When I, my first video game console was an Atari, I really wanted the Nintendo, the first one. Yeah. She said, you can have one, but you have to sell the Atari at the garage sale. And I was like, oh, okay. Got rid of it. And then ever since, I've always oh, wanted to keep that yeah. Atari. So now I hold on to all my video games <laughs> and don't get rid of all of them. So hopefully one day that will help pay for things down the road like college and stuff when I sell it all but off of my kids. But it's only worth whatever if you're willing to sell it. It's yes. not worth anything if it's in your basement. And someone pays for it. So you it. keep right. the gaming systems and all of that too? Yes, and I try to take good care of them. Keep all like, the boxes and all that stuff. Is there a room dedicated to this? No, okay. no, okay. they're all in boxes. Okay. And, I, and the funny not thing yet. is, <laughs> the funny thing is, is yeah. I, there's no way. I don't have enough time in my lifetime to even play through all of them. Yeah. So it's a silly feat. I feel try. like we're helping heal you a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Talking about it helps. Like, does, does saying Zelda and, and Mario date you or are there actually new versions? Versions of there's new games. ones, so okay. I'll, I'll always be relevant. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's sweatshirts. Mm. Um, it's it's like buying comfort. You know, mm. uh, no matter how many I own, I just I just see sweatshirts and I think, yep, that 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 sounds comfy to me. I was at Meyer yesterday. Uh, you know, just long lines and stuff like that, and they had some new Carhartt sweatshirts. So I'm taking off my overshirt, trying on a sweatshirt right there, and uh, you know, for me, it's just I, I think that's a recent thing though, um, where where I just uh, you know I just want to. I want to wear clothes that want are comfortable. Want to be comfortable. Yeah. Getting into the Mr. Rogers phase of life. I think you know, so, yeah. Just want to be cozy mm-hmm. everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> flipping my shoes up in the air and catching them, hoping they don't hit me in the head. Well, this means this is a good time of year then for you and your sweatshirts because that, that collection can kind of be problematic in the summertime. It is, it is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You can't wear them in the summer. It's your time of year. Yeah, it is. I love this time of year. Mine 
is not really a collection, but it's something that like literally every time I go to the store, I buy it whether I need it or not. And that is cheese. (laughs) I never know if I have the American slices I need for the sandwiches or the shredded cheddar. We go through a lot of that with tacos and chili Mm -hmm. and all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you look at my refrigerator at any given time, you're like, why do you have so much cheese? It's because like literally every time I go to the store, oh, I better pick some up. I just don't know if I have it. You can put it in the freezer. Mm -hmm. So can you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Stick it in the freezer and pull it out when you need it. American cheese, too. Yeah, I've Get done out. that. You okay. buy the big thing from Costco yeah. and you just, if you just put the box in the freezer and then pull out the individual packets as you need them, it thaws out just fine. How does Velveeta awesome. freeze? Ah. You know, that is a pasteurized <laughs> processed cheese product. So I, I don't know. I haven't tried that. That's a little bit too you rich for my taste. With it. Yeah. <laughs> we have a whole uh, drawer in our freezer that's dedicated to cheese and it's mostly yes. the shredded, a lot of Colby Jack, a little bit of mozzarella. But the trick is when you want that sandwich cheese and you, and you don't have any left on the fridge side, in the freezer, then you've got to kind of put your knife in and wedge that frozen slice of cheese <laughs> off. doesn't work very well, no, but it's not nice to have good. a little stash. Yes, for sure. All right. For me, this is a close one, almost a toss up. Uh, I think those who know me best uh, might answer leadership books. My kids used to tease me for that. You can't have <laughs> enough of those, something I'm kind of passionate about. But I'm also kind of a gadget guy. Kind of. What? So when it comes to uh, tech Mm. toys for the home, some would say we have an Alexa in every room in the house. Mm. And that is not quite true yet. You don't don't have have one in the bathroom? (laughs) The bathrooms. (laughs) This does marry my interest both in technology and programming and automation and convenience. Um, My dad used to say work smart, not hard. You know, So for most of us in our family, I guess that translates to work smart and hard. But Mm. if it's a smart light bulb, or um, a smart doorbell or a door lock or, of course, the radio guy in me, if it's a smart speaker, that's something that I'm really in tune with. But uh, kind of those smart home gadgets, the Alexa, I'm sold, whatever. They also make them enticing because every once in a while I'll be like, hey, these are a penny. Buy buy the plug for 99 cents or whatever. And when you can't afford not to go ahead and do that. Exactly. There are some families like mine. We don't have any of those gadgets at our house. And the other day, my 10 year old was looking for a game in the closet. He goes, hey, Alexa, find Flash. (laughs) Like, first of all, we don't have Alexa. Second of all, she's not your maid. Well, it's time to try our hand at stumping each other and this time in a Thanksgiving fashion. It's a two truths and a lie. Two facts are true. One is false. We have to figure out which one is which. And Tom, what are your two truths and a lie? Okay, here we go. Uh, Pardon my long-windedness with these. Uh, Okay, the first one. The first Thanksgiving Day feast happened in 1621 with three whole days of dedicated celebration. Although turkey was plentiful in the region, it's likely that it wasn't actually the star of the festivities. Uh, Instead, ducks, geese, and swans are Mm. believed to have been served to the English settlers and Native Americans. Those are angry creatures. Who gets the neck? Yeah, yeah. Go (laughs) get the swan. Who chased them down? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. All right. Uh, The second one, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was originally called the Macy's Christmas Parade Mm. to kick off the holiday shopping season held in 1924. The first parade included monkeys, Bears, camels, and elephants borrowed from the Central Park Zoo instead of the traditional character balloons we know and love today. And the third one, in 1982, the 40th president, Ronald Reagan, pardoned the first turkey that is assured he would never become someone's dinner after noticing the bird looked a little antsy at his official Thanksgiving proclamation. Since then, every president has upheld that tradition. Those are hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a true in all of them. Mm. Mm. 
Okay, so the thing that stuck out for me, and I don't remember who it was, is I feel like the Ronald Reagan one is true, except for there was one president that didn't pardon a turkey. So when you said all the rest, who would do that? I don't know. Someone who is a turkey themselves. I don't know. So I'm going to go with that one. I could be way wrong, but that's that's my gut. I'm going to also go with Ronald Reagan because I feel like I remember Abraham Lincoln pardoned his kid's pet turkey or something. Oh. I was thinking Teddy Roosevelt might have been the one because mm. uh, something in the back of my mind was like he would be willing to eat any creature. That was kind of his, you know, yes. yeah. I have to. They uh, eat raccoon yeah. at Thanksgiving. I'm I, not going to pick that one, though. I'm going to say maybe it's number one. I, I believe 1621 is the date, but I thought maybe pig was the featured mm, the featured like uh, protein. Yeah. Yeah. My dad had a raccoon in his freezer once. Oh, <gasps> yeah. oh he, boy. He was, a, he was a landlord, and one of his tenants gave him a raccoon. <gasps> as a uh, gift? I think or as payment? Ma- maybe as partial payment or something <laughs> oh, like that. Oh, oh. So, they didn't pay the electric bill. Yeah, so I'm a kid. I look in the freezer, and I'm like, what is that, Dad? He's like, oh, that's a raccoon. He said, I got it from one of my tenants. <laughs> wow. I, I don't think he ever ate it, but okay. Wow. Little, little sidetrack there. <laughs> All right. Um, that sorry. is true. Yeah, that is true. Uh, okay, so... Uh, it was the it was the third one that was the lie. Uh, it wasn't Ronald Reagan. It was George H. W. Bush, oh. uh, number forty one, okay. who pardoned the first turkey, and all the turkeys since then have they been have pardoned, been. Okay. as far right. as I know. So. Okay. I misremembered. All right, I will go next, and I'm gonna go off of talking about the parades. Yeah. Um, well, we all know about the Macy's parade, but that is not the oldest Thanksgiving Day parade. In 1920, the Duncan Thanksgiving Day parade made its debut in Philadelphia. And you can still watch it today. Number two, in 2007, George W. Bush granted a pardon to two turkeys named May and Flower. And then number three, when President Franklin D. Roosevelt moved Thanksgiving earlier in November to make the holiday shopping season last a little bit longer, many Republicans were like, absolutely not. So then the holiday was celebrated on two different dates. November 30th became Republican Thanksgiving. (laughs) And then November 23rd was called Franksgiving or Democrat Thanksgiving because FDR was a Democrat. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like my gut says that you change the names of the turkeys and it isn't Mayflower, but it's something else. So I'm going to go with number two. Okay. Okay. I feel like it is Mayflower. I'm going to go with number one. Maybe you can't watch that parade anymore. Maybe that parade is, is ceased. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. I was thinking number one because I thought that was a city known for the longest running like 4th of July parade or something okay. like that. So that's why I thought maybe that one was the lie. You guys, um, two of you got it right. The parade ah. is is the lie, but it's it wasn't called the Duncan Parade in 1920 after Duncan Donuts. Like that wasn't a thing. <laughs> I thought that was the name of the town. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like a toy shop or something. It's in Philadelphia. It was. It, this is a parade that still is okay. going on. Okay. It was originally the Gimbal's Thanksgiving oh, Day Parade. Yeah. Then over time, it became Mastercard Parade, uh, the Channel Six Parade, huh. the Boscoff's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's a really popular store out east. The IKEA Thanksgiving Day Parade, and now it is the Six ABC News Dunkin' Donuts Thanksgiving Day Parade. I see. Okay. So you can still watch it. They need to stop selling out so much, right? <laughs> it's, and maybe less IKEA. Yeah. Like really yeah. the. Yeah. Swedish furniture maybe company. When, maybe that's when it opened up. Yeah. 
All right, I'll go next. My two truths and a lie are all about a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Mm. All right, so the first one is... It's the best. It's, True. No, it's not the best. <laughs> no, it is not. It's the worst. It's not very enjoyable. It has some good moments, though. Uh, it's actually the first Peanuts special to feature an adult voice. We all know that they do the trombone wah, 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 <laughs> thing, uh, but the Thanksgiving special, it made history as the first Peanuts special to feature a real, live, human adult voice, and it wasn't a speaking voice but a singing voice Mm. which leads me to number two charles schultz provided the adult voice being the first adult to lend his or her voice to a peanuts character was special and kind of a big deal so it makes sense that the honor was bestowed to not just any old singer or voice actor but instead the person who created the peanuts themselves charles schultz third one that song was uh, written for Woodstock and speaking Woodstock, of... Woodstock the event or Woodstock the no, bird? the, the little bird. yellow bird. Oh, okay. That's his name. <laughs> Big and, difference. And speaking of him, <laughs> there is a scene in the Thanksgiving special where he is helping Snoopy carve the bird. That scene caused an argument between the producer and Charles Schultz. He didn't feel like it would be appropriate to for have a bird, bird eating a bird. bird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're really good at making yeah, all of these sound true. They really do sound true. I am going to say, as much as I want it to be true, the thing about the voice being Charles Schultz mm-hmm. is false. Okay. Yeah, me too. There was obviously a song, because I think they're all related. Yeah. Uh, so number one, I feel, is true. Uh, I'm going to go with Charles Schultz, too. Yeah. I think that's the lie. I was trying to think if it wasn't him, who it would have been, if it was another famous person or a, mm-hmm. or a voice actor who also sang. Did I gather that was the same? They just said that it, they didn't just pick any old singer or voice actor. They just picked Charles Schultz because he's the one that created the Peanuts. Yeah. I'm going to go with number one isn't true, and I can't say exactly why, but I'm going to go with number one. Okay. Number one is true. Mm. Uh, so it was the first uh, special that featured an adult voice. Uh, the bird scene is true, right. uh, that it did cause a conflict. In fact, actually, the producer eventually got his way about cutting that scene out of the special when CBS trimmed the runtime from 25 to 22 minutes. Aww. He celebrated that they cut out this bird-eating bird situation. Unfortunately, in 2001, when ABC picked up all the peanut specials, they went back to the full-length film. So it's back in there now. So yes, The Lie is number two. Uh, the song was sung by, it's called Little Birdie. It was for Woodstock, but it was actually sung by Vince Guaraldi, who we know Aww. is the one that produces all of the other yeah. uh, Peanuts music. So he wrote the song and wanted to sing it for the special. And since his songs have been so synonymous with Peanuts, uh, the producer agreed and said, I never even heard Vince sing, but I hope this goes well. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thanksgiving, two truths and a lie. Number one, instead of its famous balloons, we've been talking about the parades, the first Macy's parade features wild animals from the Central Park Zoo. Number two, Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song, not a Christmas song. Hmm. And number three, John Madden helped invent the turducken. Oh, okay. (gasps) I feel like that one is true. I feel like I've heard that before. You got the balloon animals... That Jingle one bells is or false. I think John Madden did the turkey with like the eight, six or eight legs on it. What? Yeah. Um, How this do you is do radio, that? So. Spider turkey? <laughs> no, it's like something they manufactured for TV. It wasn't oh. like an actual animal. Okay. okay. But okay that's I'm going to look good. it up. No. You post the picture okay. on the show. Yeah, we'll look it up notes. after the show. Don't. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, Mandy, you think it's disturbing. I think it's number three. Okay. Okay. Um, I think number two. Feel like it's there is. I know there is a Christmas song that was written for 
Thanksgiving, but it's sung during Christmas. I I don't know if it's Jingle Bells, so I think that's a lie. Okay, you think that one's a lie, Tom? Uh, I'm pretty sure number two is true. Uh, I think it was Jingle Bells. I think they had a n- different name for the song they were going to call it at first. Uh, like a one-horse open sleigh. That's what it is. Uh, so I'm going to go with three. All right. Well, Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving ah. song. It was as soon as written. You said it, I knew I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was written to commemorate the town's sleigh races that were held around Thanksgiving. So it took on the Christmas connotation, of course, yeah. for that. Uh, number one about the balloon animals, Central Park Zoo. Actually, for the first three years of the Macy's Parade, whether it was called the Christmas or Thanksgiving Parade, early on they used the live animals for the first wow. first few years. So those were replaced with the balloon animals in 1927. I don't know what's more dangerous, though, like a lion running through town or some of those balloons can get kind of out of control when oh, yeah. it's too windy. Coming yeah. around those corners. Yeah. yeah. And the theme of those parades early on, especially, was, uh, you know, the popular children's nursery rhymes and yeah. things like that. So the uh, animals fit into that. Uh, the lie is John Madden. He he didn't help invent the turducken, but when he talked about it on national television during the Thanksgiving uh, football games, it became very popular gotcha. at that time. So there's definitely a connection with John Madden. But there was actually a chef. I think he worked in Wisconsin in the 1970s. He was carving meats like in a buffet line. And he's like, that turkey just doesn't look as good as these other birds. So he came up with this thing was sort of a mashup of the hmm. the chicken, the turkey, and the, the duck. duck. <laughs> and he was the one. Uh, do I have his name? Paul Prudhomme, if that's how you say it, was the one who copyrighted Turducken in 1986. Wow. wow that was a long time ago. Yeah. Would you rather? Thanksgiving fun continues as we share some Turkey Day related would you rather questions. What are your would you rather questions? Well, here it is. Would you rather eat turkey for dinner every day during the month of November mm-hmm. or pick a side dish and have that with your dinner all month long? Can I have ground turkey? Can I have turkey breast? <laughs> Can I have turkey circles, turkey lunch meat? Or does it have to be a specific kind of turkey? You no, know, I know I didn't say, but I sort of in my mind, I guess I was envisioning, nope, you get the dark meat or the white meat the carved off turkey. of the Thanksgivingly prepared turkey. Mm. With gravy? I mean... It, <laughs> Whatever you have with it is up okay, to you, okay, I suppose. Okay, okay, okay. So the turkey, you want the Thanksgiving turkey every day during the month, or would you like to pick a side? Do you have to pick one side? You can't pick, I'll just have a side, and today it's green beans, no, tomorrow you, it's no, potatoes. No, if you pick that side, though, I would like to know why. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go first, and I'm going to go with the turkey, Oh. because then I feel like I can, if you're allowing me to have other things with it, then I can keep having turkey with something else, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can pick. It's not like you're only eating that thing. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't get. I don't think I would get tired of turkey. I think I rather enjoy it, and I feel like it's a, like it's a good vessel for mm-hmm. other things. And we were talking about this on the morning show at one point. Like I like to put cranberry sauce on it, or I like to put it in my mashed potatoes. So I figure a way to make it. White meat or dark meat? Ooh, I do like the skin. <laughs> that was not an was option, that but that's, that's where you gravitated toward. When you buy a rotisserie chicken at Costco and you bring it home, Jeremy doesn't go for the meat. He just wants to wear the, the skin, skin as a face Give mask. Me the skin. Oh, yeah. um, nice I, chicken coat. I'm pretty equal opportunity employer on both of those things. Yep. Uh, when I was younger, it was only white meat, but I, I have come to appreciate dark meat. I am also going to say turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, because same reason, I feel like you can you could chop it up and put it in all sorts of stuff and kind of disguise it. And I would go with white meat probably, yeah. just because I have a like this 
idea that it's healthier. I don't know that it necessarily is. It is generally drier. Yeah. So you have to cover it up with a gravy or something, but I would do the turkey. Hey, Tom. I'm going to go the same route just because I'm so excited right now to eat turkey. I'm looking forward to it. We got our turkey the other day. It's in the freezer at my in-laws, and I just Next can't wait. Next to the raccoon? Yeah. You know, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not there yet. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do the turkey every day. Um, could I do white and dark meat, or does it have to be one or the other? That wasn't part of the original. I was just curious. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you'd maybe go for... A little bit of both. I like a little bit of both. Dodd, what would you do? I guess I'm the only one in the room who says side. And for me, it was really easy to pick cheesy potatoes every oh, day during the month yeah. of November. I mean, green beans. Some people do the cream of mushroom soup. Oh, yeah. and I don't really care for that part of it. But mm-hmm. cheesy potatoes, I felt like... Like you guys said with turkey, you can dress those up in a number of different yeah. ways, but make sure you give me the edge off the crock pot mm-hmm. where it's crispy. <laughs> yes. I love me some cheesy potatoes. Do you put anything on top of yours, like at cornflakes or anything? My mom puts potato chips on top, yeah. and that oh, just wow. like sends it to the moon. Yeah, so I've heard good. people do that. Yeah. Does good. she butter the potato chips first? No, nope. okay. I mean, I think okay. they already have enough grease yeah. in them. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I haven't, yeah, but I'm going to try that this yeah. year. Yeah. There you go. All right, here's mine. Uh, would you rather. Have to wear oversized shoes all month long from Thanksgiving to Christmas that were filled with cranberry sauce. Oh, no. Or from Thanksgiving until Christmas, wear a shirt that's tucked in to your pants and then filled with fried onions from the top of green bean casserole. <laughs> I haven't so worn a tucked-in shirt since 2002 Ooh. when my first child well, was Well, I was born. trying to figure out a way to keep the fried onions still inside the <laughs> right, shirt. Right, so that, that's If why you tuck that. your shirt into your undies, then you really have a problem. That'd be like going to the beach, you know, <laughs> that feeling yeah. after. Yeah. yeah, so do you want to go sludge, 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 or just kind of be itchy is basically where we're going. Itchy okay. and greasy feeling. Right. I mean, it's just, it's, it's not smelly. a good You're just going to break out yeah, so bad. Yeah, the the yeah. smell of those onions like, would always be just like right there. And they're rough. There'd be a little month. chafe. Yeah. yeah. You know? Okay, <laughs> even with all of that said, I would choose the onions in the shirt. I'm sorry. And it's because... I mean, those are all valid points and valid <laughs> reasons, but I'm thinking of my feet and the squish and the, just the constant like swampiness of yeah. the yeah. cranberry You're sauce right. and the shoes. And for that reason alone, I don't know if I could handle the wet feet all month sure, long. Right, sure. So br- bring me on some crispy midriff right there. I mean, that's, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Crispy midriff. That's the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> the one with the crispy midriff. Um, <laughs> I am also going to say the French fried onions because I'm just trying to be real practical here. Like you, you get older, you realize you really need your feet to be in good shape. Mm-hmm. If your feet aren't in good shape, like the rest of you is not in good shape. So I would be afraid that the cranberries, like there's some like acidity in there mm. or whatever that would break down your skin. And like that would be a bad, bad news. Like it would deteriorate your feet if you had to do that for an entire month. Sure. So it might just work on those calluses, though. That's you know? true. You could That's just true. Kind of slough off the skin, man. <laughs> a little man. Yeah. 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 It's like those tiny little fish. <laughs> That once upon a time they yeah. eat all the little dead skin off your feet. Yeah. Oh, can I change my answer? No, just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Tom, uh, I would go for the French onions uh, for for a different reason. Uh, I'm trying to lose weight, and I feel like if I had this greasy French onion mm. stuff in, in in around my midriff all the time, I just wouldn't be very hungry. I'd yeah. be kind of grossed out all the time, and that would work in my benefit. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I gross myself out. What about you? Um. Yeah. You know, I hadn't really thought about it. I just figured it was changing. Challenging, so I thought I'd unleash it on you guys. Um, I think I don't want to have permanently stained purple feet. 
yeah. from the cranberry sauce. So I think I'll go with French onions. Plus, uh, I, I honestly, kind of opposite of what Tom said, then I would have a constant snack. I just stick oh, my just, hand yeah. on my shirt, oh, nice. grab a couple fr- That's <laughs> fried nice. onions, and oh. little snack. Hey, Jeremy, yeah. okay. little snack anytime okay. I wanted. All right, but take <laughs> this to the next level. You work out often. Oh, you have yeah. to wear that had, while you're working out too. You're doing push-ups, and all of a sudden, like crunch, crunch. I little, guess that's true. I hadn't chafing. thought about that. Yeah, a lot of chafing. <laughs> <laughs> just the aroma of all. <laughs> that's a lot all right mine is would you rather eat pumpkin pie that wasn't fully cooked like oh. still a lot of wobble in the middle yeah or a cranberry sauce made of uncooked cranberries mm-hmm. so they're super hard super tart <laughs> get you right back in the tart joints um, I would go for the cranberries. I would because there's eggs in in the pumpkin pie, and yeah. I just I don't want the raw egg thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. yeah. I was gonna say pumpkin pie because I feel like if you put enough whipped cream on something, yeah, it's it will just good. go down easy. It's more of a smoothie. <laughs> uh, well, I don't really want the stomach bug. So, uh, stomach bug aside, say yeah, the eggs fine. somehow the, were cooked. Okay, I'll do the pumpkin thing. I'm also gonna go with the pumpkin pie, and I figured I could I could drink it. You know, if that was the case, I like pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. so there's nothing against eating it. But that wouldn't be. I mean, I am a fan of eggnog after oh, all, oh. so maybe Ugh. a little bit of ooey gooey pumpkin pie wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I would also go with pumpkin pie just because I like crust. Oh, like I sure. could scrape the middle yeah. out, like eat just the outside that was cooked, and fill the fill the rest in with whipped cream. Okay, mine is pumpkin pie related as well. Would you rather eat an entire pumpkin pie in one sitting or yes. drink <laughs> or drink the whole gravy boat in one sitting? Eat the pumpkin pie. Yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even one of those big Costco ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Good. goodness. Good those things you. are like the size of like a... Oh, tire. A, a, yeah, but like not just a car tire, like a truck tire. <laughs> yeah. But they're only seven bucks or something. They're real cheap. Um, well, I am not a fan of gravy. No. Okay. No. So I'm going to just, by default, default to the pumpkin pie. Plus, okay. again, whipped cream. Whipped cream. Yeah. I kind of picture the McDonald's pumpkin pie when you said that, so that wouldn't be hard. Although, you know, those are the little We're talking cream the strip or whatever. pumpkin pie here. Yeah, that would be good. Nine I, inch. I'm torn because I, I really <laughs> like gravy. Mm-hmm. And I was accused the other day. We don't go out to eat very often, but there was a little bit of this cheese dip left. We had the, we've talked before, I think, even on the podcast about, what is the pizza bread from Uccello's? Oh, pizza puffs. Pizza puffs. Pizza puffs. Mm-hmm. So we had pizza puffs and the cheese dip, and mm-hmm. there was some left over, and I had my spoon. And so someone was like, Dad, I can't believe you're... I'd go for the gravy. It's just, <gasps> I guess, a part of who I am. You, you are content in eating just the condiment. Yeah. 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 I like Ugh. gravy. That, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Okay. All right, Tom, what about you? I'd probably have the gravy, too. Yeah, it's just so, <laughs> it's be it's so luxurious. It, of course, it's got to be a good gravy. Yeah. I mean, it would be a good gravy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's a good pie and a good gravy. Yeah. Good yeah. gravy. Yeah. Mm. You guys, are you generally savory people? <sighs> you are. I know that, Dodd. I am. I uh, if we have a sweet dessert, I always like to end up with. You mentioned potato chips yeah. earlier. I, you know, something I would rather have that lasting uh, salty or savory flavor than the leftover uh, super sweet. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I think I go savory over sweet too. Yeah. Yep. Not me, man. <laughs> No, you're sweet all the way. I am. I feel like like (laughs) I'm pretty well balanced. Well, thanks for listening to WCSG Backstage. You can help get the word out, as always, by rating, subscribing, and sharing WCSG Backstage. Learn more at WCSG.org. Just search the keyword backstage.
Time to wrap up with a deep cut. Don, you're a special guest uh, since it's been a while since we've connected with you. What did you bring? Well, this is kind of a proud papa moment. Okay, so I knew we were talking about Thanksgiving, and uh, Mac Powell has on his new project a song called Be Praised. That is really good, and you can still look that up, but I'm not going to talk about that. So are you Mac Powell's dad? I wasn't Except aware of I that. Except I already did. <laughs> uh, last night, I got a text from my son, Nate. Uh, there's a group called Met by Love that has some origins on Cornerstone's campus. In fact, they have an album called Live from Faber 115. It was actually <laughs> no kidding. recorded as part of a worship night on campus. But turns out one of the most popular worship playlists on Spotify right now called Best of Live Worship featured a Met by Love song. It's track 19 out of 100 in the playlist. The song is called One Look Live. It was recorded at the local legend studio. That's a new studio on Alpine Avenue. It was produced, mixed, and mastered by my son, Nate. So that's where the proud ah, papa moment uh, comes in. He also played some electric guitar. Uh, my son, Joe, was playing bass a little bit on the track. A lot of other, I'm going to say young people, college age <laughs> uh, kids also in the studio. You can see that in the live video version of the song as well. So we'll have that in our show notes. So yeah, a little self-indulgent, but this is Brennan Joseph and Met by Love with One Look Live. All right, let's look forward to it. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Dodd. And this is WCSG Backstage. My attention and my devotion captured by your face With eyes of fire and hair like wool Undone by your embrace And there's no one like you None beside you Holy, holy, holy All the angels cry out Just one look at Jesus And I'm face down in the ground Just one look at Jesus And I'm face down in the ground 